Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today we celebrate Friday, the second week of Ordinary Time. Our celebrant this morning is Father Salvo, the rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral. Mass is being offered for Eileen and Lauren Biggie Living. Please join in singing Praise We the Lord This Day, <clears throat> number 723 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. As we venerate the most holy name of Jesus, mercifully grant us, Lord, that savoring its sweetness in this life we may be filled with everlasting joy in our heavenly homeland. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> A reading from the first book of Samuel. Saul took 3,000 picked men from all Israel and went in search of David and his men in the direction of the wild goat crags. When he came to the sheepfolds along the way, he found a cave, which he entered to relieve himself. David and his men were occupying the inmost recesses of the cave. David's servant said to him, this is the day of which the Lord said to you, I will deliver your enemy into your grasp. Do with him as you see fit. So David moved up and stealthily cut off an end of Saul's mantle. Afterward, however, David regretted that he had cut off an end of Saul's mantle. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master. The Lord's anointed as to lay a hand on him, for he is the Lord's anointed. With these words, David restrained his men and would not permit them to attack Saul. Saul then left the cave and went on his way. David also stepped out of the cave, calling to Saul, my lord, the king. When Saul looked back, David bowed to the ground in homage and asked Saul, why do you listen to those who say, David is trying to harm you? You see for yourself today that the Lord just now delivered you into my grasp in the cave. I had some thought of killing you, but I took pity on you instead. I decided I will not raise a hand against my lord, for he is the Lord's anointed and a father to me. 
Look here at this end of your mantle, which I hold. Since I cut off an end of your mantle and did not kill you, see and be convinced that I plan no harm and no rebellion. I have done you no wrong, though you are hunting me down to take my life. The Lord will judge between me and you, and the Lord will exact justice from you in my case. I shall not touch you. The old proverb says, from the wicked comes forth wickedness. So I will take no action against you. Against whom are you on campaign, O king of Israel? Whom are you pursuing, a dead dog or a single flea? The Lord will be the judge. He will decide between me and you. May he see this and take my part and grant me justice beyond your reach. When David finished saying these things to Saul, Saul answered, Is that your voice, my son, David? And Saul wept aloud. Saul then said to David, You're in the right rather than I. You have treated me generously while I have done you harm. Great is the generosity you showed me today when the Lord delivered me into your grasp and you did not kill me. For if a man meets his enemy, does he send him away unharmed? May the Lord reward you generously for what you have done this day. And now I know that you shall surely be king and that sovereignty over Israel shall come into your possession. The word of the Lord. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till harm pass by. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy. I call to God the Most High, to God, my benefactor. May he send from heaven and save me. May he make those a reproach who trample upon me. May God send his mercy and his faithfulness. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy. Be exalted above the heavens, O God. Above all the earth be your glory. For your mercy towers to the heavens and your faithfulness to the skies. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve 
whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Bonarges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. These days in Mass, we have been reading the first book of Samuel, and the, since yesterday we've been seeing this situation, this altercation between the King Saul and David. And we see how when Saul saw how after their, their victories and everything, uh, David was starting to get all the attention and, and, and the victorious chants were all aimed at David and no one was acknowledging Saul in all this and, and everything that he was seeing. Saul, like, like almost like something came over him, became jealous to the point that he wanted to kill David because he was, according to him at that moment, stepping on his shoes in, in, in whatever situation, even though he wasn't really doing anything, David wasn't doing anything to actually cause it uh, in, in that sense. And so we saw how Saul's son, Jonathan, good friend with David, tried to help out to make him see the light and to calm down and everything and to also warn uh, David about how his dad was reacting, reacting with all this. But ultimately, we come to today's reading in, in which they have this encounter in the cave where Saul was trying to kill David and he had all his men and everything as he was searching for him. And, but he walks into this cave to go to the restroom and there was David. And now it was actually David who had the opportunity to kill Saul and, and, and he would have been defenseless. But instead, at that moment, David says, I'm not going to touch you. I'm not going to do anything to you. You are my king and like a father. And at that moment, he spares him his life. And it's at that moment that Saul comes back to his senses and, and realizes what, what he's been doing, why he's acting the way he's acting. And they come and, 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 and make peace and, 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 and make amends and reconcile and start seeing everything according to God's will. And it's a beautiful reminder because with our loved ones and even with our brothers and sisters in the world, things like this will happen. Things like this will happen where someone gets blinded by anything, by, by an emotion, by, by, by an anger, by uh, a jealousy like, like Saul, anything, a, a, a bad uh, a way of thinking comes in. And, and when we love uh, uh, that person and, and we're still not there, we have two choices. We can either join them and also get blinded by all the negativity and anger and everything, and then every, every, it's usually game over. Or we can be strong with the grace of the Holy Spirit and try to see, make the other person to see the light again and, and, to, and with peace and with a, a peacefulness try to, to bring reconciliation and in, into, into the relationship again. And that goes for our closest people and at large. 
Today, which we are praying for in this Mass and throughout the world, is the March for Life in Washington. And it's a beautiful witness amongst a tragedy that has been uh, the, the, the whole thing with abortion for over 50 years in the United States, that it's a beautiful witness to come for, and it's around 100,000 people that come each year to Washington for a big mass where it all begins and, and then uh, marching through the streets of Washington in protest, but at the same time in, in, in solidarity to support the culture of life and in protest to the culture of death. And this is an extremely serious and tragic thing that happens and has happened for, for so many decades. And yet the, the March for Life in Washington, even though there's always animosity towards it, and there's always people there that with a lot of hatred try to attack in, in, in a certain way the, the people that are marching, those that are marching, the, the, the way that the church ha has made it, the, 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 the whole culture of the March for Life is one of prayer, it's one of witness, it's even one of inspiration. When you see the, the tens of thousands of young people that come from all over the United States to be part of it, it's, it's, a, more, it's not fighting in, in, in a violent way as sometimes the other way happens. It, it's about trying to wake everyone up to see the light that we are meant to live always in a culture of life. And it's working. And it's very beautiful to see that we must continue that. Just like David uh, didn't, didn't go to the negativity of Saul, we can never do that either. We have to keep on going with faith in God, with faith in the Holy Spirit, and, and it, movement in us and, and through us and, and, and through the church and in the world. And, and, and we must do that always in helping to wake with each other up to see God's will in all things, especially in the most important things like the culture of life. So on this day, we pray that all those young people, all those thousands of people that will be at the march continue to do that, continue to be an instrument of, of waking up anyone that, that might be out under the impression that the culture of death is the way it should be lived, and instead to know that God created us all to be fully alive. God bless you. And now let us place our petitions before God who calls us to new life with him. For bishops and priests, may the Lord continue to bless and protect them and sanctify them for his kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For world leaders, may the Lord's peace and generosity guide them in their decision-making. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have been wrongly or falsely imprisoned, May the Lord grant them justice and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for blessings and, and, and safety and success in the March for Life. Today may I be continued, I will continue witness to life in America. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us gathered here, may the Holy Spirit continually renew and sustain us in our lives of discipleship. Let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, may God's love and mercy surround them and bring them to his everlasting kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father of love and mercy, you know our every need. We ask you to graciously hear our prayers in the name of your Son, who is Christ the Lord. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in goodness you created man, and when he was justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed him through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty. Dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, 
he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil 
graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, under my roof but, but only say, say the, the word, word and my soul, soul shall be healed. Please join in singing Godhead Here in Hiding, number 541 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal, number 541.
Let us pray. Grant us in your mercy, O Lord, we pray, that in these sacred mysteries we may do worthy homage to the Lord Jesus, for it is your will that at his name every knee should bend, and in him all people find salvation, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful day, everyone. Please join in singing. There's a wideness in God's mercy, number 791 in the blue St. Michael hymnal. of the sea.